Uh, the Prime Minister will only say she's ruling out introducing a wealth tax this term, but won't say if it'll be on the cards for the 2023 election. However, Herald reporter Claire Trevette says this is just another example of pulling the, you know, not on my watch card, which is a risky move for a Prime Minister. Well, joining us now is former Finance and Minister of Economic Development for the National Party, Stephen Joyce. Morning to you. Morning, Kate. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What do you reckon? I mean, the PM seemed to be getting a bit flustered when she was pushed on this yesterday. Then she tried to blame it on a slow news day. I mean, what do you think? Is a wealth tax coming? Well, I think they're trying to create themselves wriggle room, which of course they didn't have really, because as I understand it, the Prime Minister was pretty emphatic before the last election that there wouldn't be a wealth tax. And then of course she she um, uh, she you know, ruled that out while she is Prime Minister. And, and of course, in the meantime, David Parker is trying desperately to sort of resurrect one. Mm. And um, and of course, you saw the, what the outcome of that is. The Prime Minister sort of felt stuck on the horns of a dilemma yesterday. Yeah, I mean, why would they be looking at it if they weren't thinking about changing it? Well, it does feel like a, going for you know, a lot of effort uh, if you if you don't actually intend to do anything. Uh, and I think that's a, yeah, I mean, I think David Parker uh, definitely wants to. I think he's trying to convince his colleagues he wants to, uh, and of course the prime minister knows of you know, what she said on the on the record previously. So that's what they're dealing with. But I think the bigger question is why would you do one? Uh, I, I think you know the the problem is that they are spending massive amounts, and so they're looking for ways to try and um, square that circle on the on the revenue side. I think the the more important question New Zealanders should be asking, or two questions actually. One is uh, you know, what are you doing to get expenditure under control? And secondly, uh, wh- how do you think that any sort of additional taxes are going to help the New Zealand economy uh, over the next uh, couple of years until it's going to be a pretty rough time economically? Mm. Is there any merit in it, though? I mean, are our current tax settings working? Wealthy people are paying their fair share. I mean, do you have any concerns around that at all? Well, I think... Uh, the uh, you get into this age-old dilemma, which is, on the one hand, some people say, well, people with more income should and more wealth should pay more as a percentage of their income. But then you look at it the other way, and people with more income and more wealth are actually already paying a very high proportion of the tax take. And the question is, how much is, is, is too much? And the constraint, I mean, the, the, the constraint, of course, is, uh, as, as France uh, found when it started uh, pushing really big wealth taxes on on people, the constraint is that people just go somewhere else. Um, particularly if and if these people are the uh, you know the, the entrepreneurs and the wealth generators, and they decide or actually you know there's, there's a limit to how much they want to give the tax man, then they'll just leave the country and go somewhere else, and that doesn't help the economy at all. No, so that's a risk. The other risk, I mean, what do you think of politicians ruling out policy altogether like the PM has done on this and then potentially backtracking? I mean, is that a risky game too? Well, it is a, it is a risky game at any stage to, to be as emphatic as she has been on this, this particular area and then, and then, uh, and then change approach uh, because you know, people, you know, once again, questions you know, your word. Uh, and uh, I mean, there are those, and I know Claire Trevett's in this category, who think that you know, it's a risky game for politicians to rule things out in the first place. But sometimes they do that because um, you know the public are worried about something. And if the public are worried about something and you rule it out, and then you go back and do it anyway, then you know this is a there's a real issue from 
from your uh, the public's trust perspective. Yeah, I mean, is it fair for the public and the media to expect politicians, you know, to make bold promises on policies? Do you or do you think you know strong, decisive leadership should be an expectation of a prime minister? Because it's a fine line, isn't it? Well, I think um, I think all the public has of politicians is trust in what they say. Uh, and uh, particularly prior to an election, you, know, you ask people things and they give you answers to things and they get to choose what the answers are going to be and then you get to vote. So you need to be able to trust what they uh, say prior to an election and how it plays out after an election. Now, politicians can change that because they can say, well, you know, times have changed. I'm sorry about that. Shouldn't have been so emphatic. Uh, and then the public has a choice. They can either accept that or they can decide, well, they're not going to have it again and we'll choose somebody else next time. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Stephen, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate your time this morning. Stephen Joyce, former uh, finance minister um, for the National Party. And, um, yeah, he makes a good point, doesn't he? It's it's about the questions we should be asking, which, as usual, we're not asking. <laughs> we need to be asking the right questions, which is what are you going to do to dig yourselves out of this hole of the scattergun spending approach um, other than just going down a, you know, let's reboot the tax. What else have you got up your sleeve? Um, It's not a bad point.